welcome back to another episode of Mix and Match Radio today. The tenth episode. That is true. It is a big episode for the Mix and Match gang. Today it's Muhammad and I only, or me and Muhammad. You know, either way you want to say it. But we are talking about some pretty insane news, and I'm talking. I mean, this is this is blowing the lid off of the London media at the moment. It's it's one of the most heinous crimes I've ever actually seen. A how, what, what what's the price, Mohammed? Would you like to tell me exactly how much? It's an it? estimated value of one point two five million dollars. A one point two five million dollar eighteen carat golden toilet was stolen from a palace, I believe. Yes, Blindham Palace on a, f- a couple weeks ago. Yeah. The only person they have arrested in connection to this crime is a 66-year-old man. (laughs) How he was connected, we do not know. But this was, uh, I I guess I'd call it a national crime in London because this is a true work of art that was stripped out of the hands of these people. 58-year-old Italian artist Maurizio Catalan worked his ass off to create this toilet quite literally and so i don't i don't know how you just up and walk out with a it solid was, gold toilet it was fully functional too this was really? a, this was a actual toilet that you could have used at any given time that so is crazy he had he had plumbing ability do you think to, he used it after he made it do you think he's using it now maybe he stole it maybe Okay, we have an interesting situation. Maybe okay. So you know when you have the when you're go, have to go to the restroom at a public place, yeah, and it's kind of really embarrassing. What if he had like a really embarrassing run-in with a public restroom situation, so bad to the point where he had to steal the toilet to save his uh, dignity? Okay, but it would have he'd have to end up connecting it to working plumbing and have to find the perfect area that would, this would fit and everything so that would be very difficult i mean if it's a regular toilet could I mean, you hypothetically just... i understand what you're <laughs> yeah. saying but still realistically no it's it's interesting because i want to know if he just has it does he just have it hooked up in his own house is this just common decor does he have a regular house and then a <laughs> one a bath- and a half million dollar toilet a bathroom with just a spot missing where the toilet should be He's, <laughs> he looks at it one day one day i'll get you back it's it's interesting. Since he's Italian, he's doing the thing with his hands. Uh, one day I'll get you mad. I don't know why. That, that sounded like Transylvania. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but it's... Yikes. Um, it's very interesting, mainly because I would, I would love to see video footage of when this was stolen. I just want to see the person stealing it. Yeah, just running out of the building with a... 18 because it's an 18 karat gold solid golden toilet that is that's got to be heavy i mean it could not have been an easy uh heist yeah i, I mean and you, when you're talking about a 1.25 million dollars that's a lot of money for a toilet so this is an act this is a legitimate heist crime so i just want to know what it feels like because I'm so used to the standard porcelain feeling of a toilet, but I just want to know the, what the, how the how the texture of this gold toilet feels. And what the what the people in the limelight use to go to the restroom. Yeah, I, I want to live like the 1%. <laughs> I want to shit like the 1%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you have the ability to do this, go for it, I guess. I mean, certainly there's no way it hurts you, but I mean, 
Jeez, I would. I just really want to see footage of this man running out of a palace with a solid golden toilet. You know the scene from Black Panther where he what he he goes into the art museum and steals oh. a bunch of masks. What if it's instead of the masks, there's a whole shooting over a toilet? It's just the golden toilet that he steals. <laughs> the Goldfinch brought to you by what? What's the what's the name of a toilet? They're like they're Dyson. Is that the name of toilets? Uh. I know, like, General Electric makes toilets, right? GE. And, uh, yeah. I think Dyson makes toilets. That's, what does Dyson make? Vacuums. I could see Dyson. It's a different type of suction. I mean, the same ballpark. You know what? I'm going to need somebody at Dyson to tell me personally that they don't make toilets before I believe that. Either way. I feel like Dyson could make a very functional toilet. They have good vacuums. Probably. I imagine Dyson is it would make a good good toilet industry. Any, anyways. So, you're a palace guard, and your job is stopping intruders and such from getting into there. You realize that you have allowed a thief into the building. When you see him running out of the gate with a golden toilet. What if he asked to use the bathroom, though? And the guard was, okay, yeah, go he, ahead. It's to your left, yeah. three doors down. He's, he's, what if he's still just using it? <laughs> he, he says I have to go to the bathroom, and he's holding a toolbox with him. <laughs> He, he's running out, and he's like, I'm, I'll bring it right back. I'm, I'm borrowing it. It's just going to buff it out. There's some dents in here. Yeah, this is be, like, be in pristine condition. I don't even... There, there are so many questions I have with this. First of all, why are you an artist that decides to make a golden toilet? Second of all, how is it so easy to steal that a 66-year-old man is the only connected suspect to the entire crime? Third of all, how do you... Okay, so they say one of the biggest issues with stealing high-value items is how... It's called hot, how hot they are on the market, basically, how hard it is to sell them back to somebody else because normally those things get caught. I cannot imagine it is easy to sell a $1.25 million toilet. I guess you could melt it down, sure, but... That's what I was thinking. Maybe they were just going to use it to make other gold items. Just... Make a bunch of gold chains. And it grills. just seems astronomically unconventional to steal a toilet of all things. I mean, it, it's probably one of the easier one point million plus dollar items to steal. But I mean, what do you do with it? <laughs> this is the least iconic thing I could see someone stealing. Too. It's like the Mona Lisa of restrooms. Yeah. It. I. I wonder if there's a plunger that goes with it. <laughs> He, a matching set. He left the plunger behind, or it's 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 the uh, it's a situation they had a national treasure where there's one desk on one side of the world and one desk on the other. It's like a it's it's a forever yeah. separated set. That that would be funny. It's a collector of golden household appliances. There's also gold toilet paper. <laughs> that would be interesting. Gold solid golden toilet paper. Because you know the people crumble it on food, and so maybe yeah. it's kind of the same idea it's just flattened out and has more width and length interesting there's a maybe they use platinum for that i have no idea either way okay bugs and whatever anyway um this is the first time by the way listeners that i am not profusely sweating in cole's garage it is actually very very good temperature in here right now it is We've had one day of a cold front essentially that's gonna dis that's going to disappear 
tomorrow, likely. And it's it's one of those situations where it's like you see a trailer to a movie you've been anticipating for a very long time, and then they're like, coming 2022. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm excited that I saw the trailer, but why'd you have to make it such a long wait? Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's just that time of the year where Texas can't ever decide their demise on it. But regardless, man steals toilet. Man is not found. Hopefully it gets... I don't know. Returned. I kind of I have hope for this guy being able to to stick out the crime. You think it won't be returned? I don't think so. A gold toilet has to turn up somewhere. You would think, but at the same time, I feel like if you've gone through enough thought to... That's w- going to stick out like a sore thumb. Worse than that. I mean, it's going to be insane. But at that... It's one of the more interesting heists I've ever seen. It's like Pink Panther, where they're stealing something completely <laughs> random, and I can see why there wasn't a guard guarding, or like it was, there wasn't a guard stationed at this restroom. Because I can imagine the heist being uh, unfolding. There's a guy using the toilet, and then the thief <laughs> comes along. There's a there's like tear gas into the bathroom. Sleep darts, the guy using the toilet, he just collapses on the floor. Then they have a bunch of power tools. I really hinging it. I really hope it was a situation where you know how there's in like movies there will be a girl who's on a date and she'll be like, I'm gonna go to the restroom real quick, and she'll just use the restroom to sneak out. Yeah. I hope it's one of those things where he was he asked uh, somebody if they could if he could use the restroom. Maybe it was an actual restroom that was in use and he walked in there. And 45 minutes later, a guard was just knocking on the door like, sir, you've been in there for quite some time. And then they opened it up and the toilet was just gone. <laughs> it's like that moment in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Sound the alarm! <laughs> Where could it be? There's a rock at the ground. Just the, hole, just the hole is pierced in the floor. Yeah, you, you start hearing air raid alarms going off all throughout <laughs> London. They think the prime minister has been kidnapped or something, when in reality a toilet has been stolen. The most expensive porta potty ever. <laughs> I could see this turning up As somewhere a, in Missouri at uh, Arts and Craft Festival or something. It's being pawned off or auctioned off. <laughs> I would I would love to see that happen. It's it, it uh, it's uncovered in the hills of Arkansas by somebody completely random. It's buried in a forest. <laughs> it would be funny. Either way, we it's a it's an interesting debacle in Europe as they have lost their most prized possession after the millions of dollars in art and Famous literature and other things they most, have on hand there. Most things are, like, art-wise or stolen in Europe, I feel. Well, most art That's things yeah. are just in Europe. Yeah. Europe's got all the history. Word. Either way, this, in just about no smooth transition, will lead us into our next topic, which, in a situation that they could have solved this $1.25 million golden toilet going missing would be if they could just make another one. Yeah, like add in a replacement to make it seem as if it was never gone? No, I mean clone the thing and just put it in there. And I guess it could be a solution for the people trying to make it seem like it was never stolen or for the people stealing it. Either way, it's a good way to (laughs) – it's a good way to make it seem as if it wasn't there. But speaking of cloning – 
I had an interesting thought this week. I was driving home from school. I'm in college at the hardest university in the world, TCC. And I was thinking about something because I had to edit a podcast. I had to write like six different papers this day. And I had work that night. And I was thinking, you know what I could use? Just a second per- second version of myself to do some of the things to that ease I- the load off of you. To split myself into two. Yeah, ease the load and be more productive. And it it presents an interesting question. Would you be willing to clone yourself and have another version of yourself do some of your tasks for you? Or are you much more individually minded and want to be in control of all of your actions yourself? It's very hard to grasp. You want me to answer now? Uh, yes. Go ahead. No. You wouldn't want to clone yourself. No. Why? This is based off of an extensive amount of research that I have accumulated over the years, and it all started with the Santa Claus Three. <laughs> if you have, if any of y'all have seen that movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Santa is a busy guy. He has a huge amount of work throughout his year. And in that movie, he created a second. Oh, no, this is the second. I'm I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. The Santa Claus 2, not 3. 3 is with Jack Frost. Santa Claus 2 is when he creates the clone and stuff goes wrong. Forgive me. <laughs> but in the Santa Claus 2, he has a lot of stuff to take care of. And it's just overwhelming him. And so he creates a double. And... I don't know if you've seen that movie or not, but the double ends up basically getting his own uh, self-awareness and he starts to live his own life and take over the life of the actual Santa Claus and it just becomes this whole thing. And I can definitely see my clone screwing myself over like that and so I am not about it. I see the benefit, but... I definitely see the huge amount of risk, which is so you, outweighing the benefit. You think that your clone would end up sabotaging your personal life and or, I guess, professional life to the point where you are not willing to risk it? 100%. That's interesting. You know what? That's actually a pretty good point. I didn't think of that. What if your clone gets a mind of its own and just decides Santa to... Santa Claus 2, man. It, speak, it speaks volumes. Santa Claus 2, the most philosophically sound movie you could ever look for. But... To rebuttal, I am so, I guess, mix, uh, I don't know what the word I'm using for it, but uh, I'm so always, I always have so much stuff going on, I guess you can put it that way, and I have so many different tasks that I need to complete throughout a day. I have always just wanted either to extend the period of the day, make it a 48-hour day instead so I have twice the time, or I've wanted to clone myself. That way I could have a clone take care of some of the tasks that I need to do while I sleep or vice versa. And you know what I'm saying? Like work on a different schedule that way they can, if I need to go to Dallas one day and I need to finish this assignment here one day, or if I have a meeting in Fort Worth and I need to be in Dallas too, I can do both at the same time Yeah, to double my efficiency. I think that I am at a point right now where I could get away with it I would just, outside of the podcast and maybe going to classes, I think every other thing that I really participate in, I could get away with a clone. Pa- or a, family I, family events or uh, yeah, things I, with friends. 
Exactly. I think I could I could sneak the clone through. Maybe and it is another version of myself. Yeah. I mean, it may get evil and may try to take over, but do I think that it'll be so bad that it turns my friends against me or something? I would hope not. I would hope they understand that I had to clone myself to get here. Yeah. I would I would just end up getting a tattoo on my uh, on my actual body to mark which one's to which. mark that I am the original and hopefully the rest of society could Comp- it could uh, settle with the fact that I am just a I'm quite literally living a double life. Yeah. <laughs> and but then no, it's an interesting point because you have I, I kind of drew up a, a couple of different situations. One being where you and the clone are like consciously connected, so you can see and remember everything that the clone did, not while it's happening, but yeah. afterwards. And so you have the recollection of all the events he went through. So it's not like you're going in blind to something, but you are just almost on autopilot, I guess you I could say. I can see that going haywire, though, because your memories and then the clone's memories would you overlap. Don't know which, it would overlap, ooh, you know? You don't know which... Oh, that'd be so interesting because you would remember something yeah. and you don't know whether it was you or your clone that went through it. And so I can see, I can see that making someone very delusional. Ooh, that'd be... That's an interesting idea. That's... Hmm. Is there isn't there not a movie where memories start to get mixed with somebody and they can't I don't know, maybe I'm I I know I have seen movies with that. I can't think of any on the top of my head though right now. Oh, it's the movie with uh Ryan Reynolds and he's a spy and who plays Superman's dad in Man of Steel? Kevin Costner, right? Yeah. Kevin Co- it's it's Kevin Costner and Ryan Reynolds. I don't know what the movie is, but the whole premise of the movie is that Ryan Reynolds was a young spy or something and okay so it's called criminal yes ryan reynolds was a young spy in this movie and he dies and a evil organization or whatever uploads his consciousness into an older body yeah and but that older body was originally a person too and so all of the memories of that consciousness and the other body get all convoluted and that he can't separate what is yeah. what is Ryan Reynolds' character's memories and his own, and it's really interesting to see mm-hmm. it play out because he start he meets up with Ryan Reynolds' previous wife and they have like a whole relationship type dynamic. It's really interesting, but that we can actually transition that into a bit of a different question, and this is maybe a bit larger, but. We'll go one step past cloning, which I already know your answer on cloning. You would you would say no due to how haywire it could go. I am personally team clone. You want to clone me so I can do 80 million activities at one time? Go for it. But the next one is this is all I wouldn't call it AI or which artificial intelligence is what I mean by that, but I would call it artificial body, I guess. You know the whole classic uh movie plot where you could upload your person into like a computer and yeah. live forever would you do that if it was in like a robot body though i really don't know you could be like a superhuman yeah so you could run at like 50 miles an hour but it wouldn't be i mean it would be me but it wouldn't be me so it's you know? your consciousness but it's your yeah. conscious hmm. i i because uh, just the thought of living forever too I don't think I could do that. But, okay, so time is relative, right? Yeah. So what feels like a year to us is significant because we only live for so many years. Yeah. 
So if you're a robot that can say live for a thousand years, one or two years isn't going to feel nearly as significant to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in the eye of living for quote unquote forever, you would judge your time much differently. Yeah. It would be as if you're living through hundred, a 200 year period would just be like, that was when I was in my twenties yeah. or, or whatever. And so it's, it's a different scope in my, or at least in the way I look at it. Because you are affording yourself to surpass current human constraints, which if we really wanted to get into AI, there's a whole nother line for that. But I think maybe my philosophy on it is, and this goes with cloning and with the idea of uploading your body or uploading your mind into a artificial body is anything that could advance my either efficiency or ability as a person or as an individual, I am probably for. Really? I don't know I, I understand that because the thought of being uploaded, I guess, into a body that is more capable than my own, which is kind of sad to say, but that would be the reality. But if I could shoot webs out of my hands or fly or jump really high or something beyond my human capabilities that is very intriguing to me and i it's very hard because i could see myself doing that because i am also interested in just seeing what the world would be like throughout that time you know if you were given more abilities if if the if the world was capable of doing more things yeah okay i i agree i see what you're i see what you're getting at i think i would because i'd be interested in that but I would have hesitation, I guess. Okay, so what if it's one or the other? What if it's you either live forever or you die as a human? What if that's what if that's the option they give you? Obviously, it's a very uh, critical like I have the, option. Like I have the choice to be uploaded and then live forever? Essentially, yes. You have the choice to be uploaded into a artificial body that will presumably live for the rest of time or you die at set age. That is a hard question. Yeah. It's very philosophical right now. You can, I mean, you can Um, get into like a billion different conversations just based off of that. Yeah. But I'm just going to keep it plain and simple. Yeah. So you would, you would take the ticket and you would re you would upload. Yeah. I think I follow. I think I would do the exact same mainly because it would, I think the curiosity would drive me insane. Yeah, because what if? Yeah, what what if we accomplish the golden age in the next 50 years and you were just there to sing, you know? But, I mean, then you are also subject to living through the darker times that we face in the future. But if you live forever, what are the dark times? Yeah. (laughs) What You have nothing to fear, I guess. I don't know. It's it's so confusing. (laughs) I'd honestly just take out immortality or clones or uploading my consciousness if i could if humans did not require sleep i I would would, be set i am i could not be more on board with that i've been saying it for years we sleep one third of our lives exactly so so, 33 percent of your life is dedicated to laying in a bed or yeah you're unconscious 33 percent of your life that is eight hours a day there are just times where i do not want to sleep but I have to because it gets to the point where you physically are not 
you're not at your peak performance if you do not rest. Exactly. So the and rest so of your it's required week or day the next day feels almost scuffed because you didn't sleep enough. And but some if I could just stay up all the time and eat as my form of uh, rejuvenation, if you could refuel. Yeah. Okay. And then that would be ideal because you I could accomplish get so much. You that's and that's what my main I guess issue i'm trying to solve with the whole cloning and uploading of consciousness uh debate we're having is any way to maximize your ability to be efficient so i'm not saying that you're going to take advantage of all the waking hours you can if you don't sleep but you then have those eight extra hours a day to do things which imagine the things we could do if everybody's life was extended you're in some regard talking about extending the human life by 30 percent yeah in the eye of you're allowing them to live what they previously were sleeping which is wild to think about because if if basically if a person lives till they're 100 right now they're really living until they're about 67 68 yeah which is or they're really living about 68 years you can i understand yeah it's wild to think about because i don't know if I could, if I could get rid of sleeping, there is not a doubt, a doubt in my mind that I would. However, I have asked this question to other people in the past, though, and they have said, "Well, they use sleep as a relaxer, as a like, almost as a peace of mind type of uh, practice, where they where you're going to sleep to relax and mm-hmm. to rest your mind and get over the day." And so I see, I no, see. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like a good nap, but I just wish I didn't have to sleep for. I guess seven to or six to seven hours, you know, every night. I think I only like a good nap simply to rejuvenate though. Yeah. I think I honestly believe that the only reason I enjoy sleep is because of how tired I am. Yeah. So if I could avoid the original, uh, uh, if I could avoid being originally tired, I would totally, totally subtract sleep. Yeah. And, and that be, is without a doubt still my mind. be a 100% peak performance yes. throughout the day. If I could just continually run through my day-to-day performance without having to sleep the eight, seven, six hours a night, I am, you have me on board <laughs> and I would, and that is one of those things where I would take an ultimatum too, where if they said you can either never sleep again, or you have to sleep this many hours a night to uh, be I'm never room, sleeping. Again. I am never sleeping again. I will never touch a bed again before yeah. I do that because I, I, that is one of the most frustrating things to me as a human is it being two or three. And I already go to bed obnoxiously late at night. You know this, I don't sleep a ton either way, but it'll be two or three in the morning and I don't really want to go to sleep, but I know that if I don't, the next day is going to be hell because of how tired I am. And that is a frequently frustrating thing to me right now. And I cannot imagine how much worse it's going to get as my schedule gets more and more busy as Mm -hmm. I get older. So yes, I'm Without a doubt in my mind here. for Because those extra train. six to eight hours can make up for so much. You know, so much can be achieved in that amount of time. Exactly, especially when you consider how much you're doing during the rest of the day. So uh, the average working day is what? Uh, eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah. The average working day is eight hours. It's already a third of your day. So then you're afforded the rest, the another third of your day for either relaxation and leisure or errands, homework in the eye of a college student, or basically not being at your job. Yeah. And then you have another third solved for sleeping is what the general math is drawn up for. But you have to count in things like traffic, getting ready to go to work, and a bunch of other things that can take up maybe four hours of your day. 
Just well, shot in the dark and say four hours of your day. That affords you only really four hours of time to do things that are pretty critical to your life and especially critical to any type of scheduling you have. I know most people, the second they get home from work, I mean, I sometimes do it, just go to bed. Simply because of how exhausted yeah. you are? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I I definitely think – I. I don't know if I'd say the majority of people would choose no sleeping, but I know the majority of people I know would choose no sleeping. Yeah. Because simply because I know how I know, but then again, I am friends with a lot of people who stay up until two and three in the morning regularly. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's just my age group or maybe that's just the type of crowd I know. But I, I do think that the choice of never sleeping again in order to, add some longevity to your day i think would be the more it popular would optimize option. everything i think it would be the more popular option i don't know if it'd be significant i think i think you would have to if the most of society agreed to because you're in that same regard you're behind by 30 percent if the rest it, of society is yeah. ahead by 30 percent see that's kind of the drawback too with not being able to sleep if that was only let's say let's keep it to every person gets a choice Okay. I feel that it would still be difficult for, uh, I guess, because nighttime, nothing's open. No one's really active. And, um, I mean, there's a small there's a small percent of people who are active throughout their nights taking away weekends because weekends are popular with night nightly activities. But I guess you need to see more um, more rise in things being open throughout the nighttime, too. So you because, think businesses would... yeah. Now that's another thing is what businesses then because night is designated with sleep. So would businesses raise the work hour or work day? Would they extend it? Would they turn the eight hour work day into a 12 hour work day because of your, I'm not saying that I, w- I would say honestly, just keep it as preference. Well, no, I a preference would be eight hours, but yeah. would the or not eight hours. Would, like you could choose to do it. your eight hours during the day or eight hours during the night, you know? Interesting. So you would work on your own. Okay. Yeah. That that's I like that idea. I think because the, there are people who do night shifts and then just sleep throughout their day and then wake up, do whatever they need, then go to work at night. Yeah, I think that the cap or the uh, classic capitalism behind everything would mean well. Now that you're awake for twenty four hours a day, we're gonna take your eight hours and make it twelve or sixteen. Yeah. So then that would be counterintuitive. Exactly. Then you're back with the exact same problem. Yeah. So as long as we ha- are guaranteed that everything would ascent would uh, would stay the same and wouldn't increase how much you have to do mm-hmm. i am all here for not sleeping if it's a trade-off and well we're gonna give you more now because you're not sleeping i don't know how i feel about because that. there's so many times where i mean most of the time that i don't want to sleep is when i'm doing pointless things just playing video games or watching tv but other times where i genuinely don't want to sleep but i think that I need to sleep or else I will be demolished when I wake up in the morning. Or if I just think that I can tough it out by pulling an all-nighter, I'll just be completely drained and a zombie throughout my day. So it's it sucks, but it is a requirement for our bodies. Yeah, and I mean, I know several college students that do homework up until 3 in the morning, and I know a decent amount of them would probably continue going throughout the night from 3 to 4 to 5 if they didn't have to be up at their 9 or 10 a.m. class the next day. Some people, though, out there, I I mean, last semester I learned this in my psychology class, but 
there are some people who only require about like three to four hours of rest. I and am, they're able to function at at their best. I am probably my most rested as far as how I feel at five to seven hours. I don't if I go above seven hours or below You're five groggy. hours, I'm kind of I am groggy in the same way if that makes any sense. I'm like tired the dip from the day before or I'm just tired because I slept for so long. Yeah. If I sleep over seven hours or eight hours, I am just a zombie. But if I am uh, if I don't get enough if I get below I get I think six is my number of hours I need. Six is about the same yeah. as far as I go. I mean if on a perfect day that's typically what I yeah. want I would like to hit. It's but obviously if I'm under six, I'm just tired but I don't know if I don't know how to correlate the differences with groggy and being tired, but for me, oversleeping I feel worse than I do whenever I'm whenever I don't get enough sleep. I think know? I can compensate more for my being tired than I can for my grogginess. Yeah. So if I drink a ton of caffeine to supplement my lack of sleep, I can I can recover from how tired I am. Yeah. Whereas if I'm groggy, I feel like I can drink as much caffeine as I want to. I'm not going to wake up anymore. It won't do anything for you. Yeah. I mean, it's an, it's an interesting conversation. And all you feel, at least for me, whenever I am groggy, all I feel is I want to sleep again, you know? Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Cause where... the other day I napped longer than I should, because you know, a nap is only supposed to last you at most like 30 minutes. Yeah. You're supposed to, you're supposed to, and I ideally, at least by the term nap, it's going to, it's supposed to be what you would view a power nap as yeah, like a 15 to 30 15 minute. Minutes, yeah. yeah. Where it would be that kind of a nap where you're ascent, we're laying down and then getting back up. The thing basically. that sucks about me though, is it usually takes 15 to 30 minutes for me to even fall asleep. About the same. If I'm not even like, if I'm not looking at a screen or anything, I'm just laying in bed trying to force myself to sleep, but it just it's not possible. I'm in the same ballpark, which is why if I ever take a nap, I normally set an alarm for an hour. I do too. That way I afford myself the time to fall asleep, which I whether it's 15 minutes thing. or 30 minutes, it's still going to give me just about the same benefit. Yeah. And I'm more than okay with that. Because a 30-minute power nap is sometimes just needed, regardless yeah. of how much you slept the night before. Sometimes you just need to get in a 30-minute nap to yeah. kind of be able to get rejuvenated and, and take I on the rest of your day. And I feel great sleeping for that amount of time. But the other day, I napped about three hours, and I just felt I felt very out of it throughout the rest of my night because I slept at 5 or 6, and I woke up at about 8, and then... I got food with my buddies and then got home. And then the second I just laid back down to watch TV, I was just out. And then I woke up again at about 3 a.m. But, and I was pretty awake, but I was thinking that I should not stay up till, uh, I should not stay up at this point and then be dead throughout the rest of my day. So then I fell asleep again, woke up at seven, and then that's when my day started. See, I can't, I can't take naps for three hours at a time. Yeah. I have to. It wasn't intentional. No, I, I completely understand. But considering that on my Mondays and Wednesdays, going into them at least, I typically sleep about three and a half hours. I'm going to bed at normally around four. Mm-hmm. And so when I have to wake up at 7.30 or 8, I'm getting about three and a half to four hours of sleep on those days anyways. So if I nap for three and a half to four hours, it just feels like a night's yeah. rest to me. Ba- that's basically what it is because you're waking up typically whenever your REM is about to kick in and waking up in your REM cycle is going to uh, cause that fatigue and grogginess. Okay. Yeah. I completely understand where you're coming from with that. And it's, 
it's a very interesting argument to increase the human i, w- I want to say efficiency but i want to say availability too mm-hmm. i think availability may be the better word to use there because if we had more time to accomplish whatever it is that we want to accomplish whether it be interstellar travel and you're talking about extending the human lifetime to five billion years yeah or whether it be i need to finish this paper i sure wish i didn't have to sleep for the next three days mm-hmm. i think the general scope of things is what would I be willing to sacrifice to maximize my availability to get things done? Which in my case is just about anything. Yeah. I am. There's not, there's not much I'm willing to give up to not maximize efficiency, but you know, that's just me anyways on the topic of maximizing efficiency and trying to get things done. The one thing that I've desperately been getting done is spending money <laughs> and not in a good way either. I have been burning money like it's nothing. It's been flying out of my hands and it's not even intentional. I it's been it's we're kind of coming around on hoodie season. So yeah. I've been buying a lot of clothes. I have been spending a lot of money on one on podcast equipment. That was a decent amount of money too, but it, it just it feels like everything I'm buying is just so fast. <laughs> When I spend money, man, I I don't think how fast I'm spending all of this money because recently in the span of Friday and Saturday, I spent probably over $300. <laughs> and so, I mean, I customized a longboard. That was about 179 Then I bought some new shoes and then a hoodie. And so the shoes are about like 64 bucks, and then the hoodie was... 70 i think or 60 mm-hmm. something and so they spent quite a pretty penny yeah and i mean i think that's to a degree some of the responsibility for kids our age or i won't i mean i guess you can say kids but for young adults our age i think some of the some of the game is spending spending money on stuff that you probably don't need too much more of stuff you want a little yeah. bit and obviously you've got things for people who are paying rent and you're saving for stuff like that, but not a lot of people our age do a whole lot of saving. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of spending every dollar you make. <laughs> I save, but I'm an idiot and I touch the money in my savings account. Yeah. And I so can relate. If I had better discipline, I would 100% have a lot more money in my savings account because my entire high school honestly even now but mainly in high school i just was constantly transferring money in and out because i was eating out constantly i eat out way too much i eat out all the time that if there's one thing i spend money on the most it's definitely that it's so bad i've spent probably 30 40 dollars at chipotle this week alone and that is bad that is so bad i tried to cut down on my meal today by getting chicken instead of steak and it made my burrito when you like you have to make that decision you know it's to save money rather than just not eat out at all how can how can i spend the least money (laughs) while spending money it was it that's all yeah that was i don't know i don't know if i have a defense for that i was i was going through the line and that was kind of the logic in my head was if i'm gonna eat at chipotle and i'm gonna drop down to this level this many times a week i've got to find a way to make it cheaper yeah and so i was like you know what we'll go with chicken instead of steak and i hated it the chicken wasn't bad, but it's not the burrito I'm used to. I was sad. I was 
by the way, before this podcast even got started, I was flustered. I've been, there have been a list of different things that I've been wanting to discuss because of how insane the day has been for me. But outside, so I was already just kind of, uh, I won't say agitated, but just very uh, irritated. So I was going into Chipotle and I had this whole plan where I was like, you know what? I'm going to get chicken. It should save me a few dollars. I'll be decent. I go in there. It saved me a dollar and 12 cents. That is nothing. I I almost wanted to be like, all right, redo the burrito. Give me my damn steak and I'll pay the money. Yeah. (laughs) I was so frustrated and I was, I was just fired up the entire way home after that too, because I was mad when I, I was like already irritated when I drove up there. And then when I was driving home, I saw this guy who was walking his dogs on a main road and right as cars were driving down, he just let them off the leash and they ran into the street. Really? And I was like, yeah, right into the street on a main road too. I I was just dumbfounded that he had the leash in his hands too. It's not like he didn't have it on him. He, I physically saw him let the dogs off the yeah. leash on a main road, and they're just running around the road. I'm like, dude, pick up your dogs. I don't have the steak on my Chipotle burrito. Yeah. I'm already, I was previously behind a car that was driving one mile an hour. I am not in the mood for this. This is not a good day. It was. I was very How frustrated. Was this? this was like quite literally right before you got here. Really? <laughs> yes, and it is just. It was extremely frustrating watching that the whole drive to chipotle and back for me was just a huge debacle i was trying to figure out the Braden scheduling situation i was trying to figure out the chipotle situation then there was a car driving a mile an hour and then i had to figure out what i was going to do about these dogs running around the road man it was a it was all very small issues that collectively yeah collectively just got me very irritated just all riled you up yeah, and I mean that's that's the name of the game. It brought me into the podcast a little bit more energy, I guess. But yeah, I, but jeez, I could I could have gone on like a thirty five minute rant after that guy let his dogs loose in the street yeah. <laughs> immediately after seeing it. I was so frustrated. Ugh, it was bad because I was right behind. I was behind a uh, Chevy Impala, I think. Yeah, that was driving. I think they were driving fifteen and a forty, and I was. It was a one way too, so I was just abnormally angry the thing that pisses me off the most is people who are getting ready to turn but do not let you know that they're about to turn and so for the entire time you're driving behind them they're driving significantly slower in order to approach the turn that they're going to make without giving a signal or anything they just slow down yeah and okay maybe this is an unpopular opinion based off the fact that it's kind of an unsafe driving practice but when people slow down to like four miles an hour to turn into something, it annoys me so much. That is the right thing to it's do. It's the right but thing I understand. to do. But there is no turn narrow enough to where you need to be going that slow. Unless you have a truck or something. With, yeah, but people. With a bad center of gravity. I see Not people a truck, pulling, into, I guess a Jeep. pulling into Walmart with a huge driveway. Yeah. And they're pulling in at like five miles an hour. And I'm like, I have places to be. But see, it's also just patience, man. Because if you think about it, you're only losing about two seconds. Yeah. And to be fair, I'm in a very impatient mood at this yeah. exact moment right now. So maybe I am not the person to ask off of this. But. 
I don't know that it's just always been something where I wish people would turn with a little bit more hastiness possibly, but you know, it's the way of the road, but back to spending money that's how that turning at two miles an hour came from spending a ton of money. So that's insane. I've made some pretty dumb purchases in my life. I've spent a lot of money on a lot of things that I don't necessarily Obviously, this podcast wasn't one of them. No, the podcast is maybe the best investment I've ever made. But, like, okay, this is going to be a pretty haunting number for the view- people who listen to this podcast. Maybe your PC, isn't it? Well, the PC, I'm not even going to drop a number on how much that was. Yeah. However, I spent probably north of five to $600 on a free video game known as Fortnite. Yeah. It I is, can relate. It is. And it's one of those things where I That's buy it. it and I feel bad immediately after I buy it. And then I buy it again two have, days later. But you have the Batman skin. But uh, I mean, not you. I, I bought the Batman skin the other day. 100% worth $20. But I've probably spent two hundred dollars the whole the game. concept of it is just funny you're buying Epic games are god they're geniuses man you're buying something that doesn't exist yeah. <laughs> it's it's literally a virtual item that's uh it's it's incredible to me that we as consumers but regularly purchase these things yeah it's it's nuts but if you go look at my bank statements from the summer of 2018 it's just Fortnite, Fortnite, yeah. Fortnite, Fortnite. it's so bad i mean do I regret it? Absolutely. <laughs> but at the time, was I completely fulfilled buying those items? Sure. Probably so the dumbest thing I've spent. I mean, I don't think it was dumb, but other people think it was dumb. I, uh, I think I spent about two hundred dollars on. There's a pretty accurate uh, replica of the Spider-Man Homecoming suit. <laughs> Still have it, but I just wish. that I paid more attention to the sizing chart because I got it for my height. And so the only thing was, was, I guess it was sized down, so I should have read the reviews because the reviews said the exact thing after I bought it. But So it's too small for you? A bit. And so basically I realized it was too small for me when it was ripping along the seams on my Mm. thighs. And so uh, it was difficult. So I had to very carefully put it on, making sure I didn't – expand the threads even more than i did and then uh now that's something that i would buy money or spend money on or like a lightsaber i've been wanting to buy like a toy lightsaber i want to buy a infinity gauntlet so bad man you have no idea the infinity saga five hundred and fifty (laughs) dollars if i had that money i would spend it in a heartbeat i have the money i have the money for it but i'm just not going to allow myself to cave that's so much money. Especially and I guarantee I won't watch all of them. They're you know, going to be available digitally. on Disney Plus probably. I don't know how many of them are. Maybe yeah. not the whole saga. But but I, I don't even care about you getting all 23 movies. I just want all of the collector memorabilia, I guess, with the yeah. signatures. and. I mean, have you seen posters? the case? Yeah. <laughs> how all of the uh, movies make a they make a picture. I think it's called a stig- stigograph or something like mm-hmm. that. Or a stigogram or a stignogram or starts with an S and ends with Graham. Yeah. I know that. But um, Infinity Saga is crazy. Either way. Um, this I think kinda... it's so worth it, though, but also not. Well, this presents the kind of the question that I was going to ask you is 
at what age do you think you will stop buying the I get I want to call them silly items where it's just things like a lightsaber or a infinity gauntlet or a 23 movie box set things that are just very enjoyment only well at the time being I still feel like I'm 14 exactly and until that feeling goes away which it most likely will never go away um then that will be the time I will stop. But as far as now and probably the foreseeable future, it will never occur. Yeah, I plan on being 14 until I'm 40. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's my whole plan is I want to be as young-minded as possible <laughs> for as long as possible. Oh, yeah. I am not in a rush to quote-unquote settle down or... Uh, people get... People have kids or one... I know so many people who have gotten married already. I <sighs> That's nuts. I, I mean, I'm in a relationship, and I see that, but marriage is not at the forefront of everything, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not necessarily in a rush to yeah ma- to uh, make my life very adulthood-esque, you know? Yeah. I, I understand that, you know, you do one thing and then the other, and sort of, sort of the path follows, but... Also, I don't want to follow the societal standards as to, like, what you have to do at a certain point I in time. I could not agree more. I don't have to get married before I'm 30, Mom. Yeah, listen here. We will we will get married when we please. Muhammad and I will get married whenever the time... Wait, hold on. Wrong conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Just I, I want to If it happens that way, great. Yeah, progress but that's, I'm not gonna ways. give myself a timeline. I, I completely understand with what you're saying. I just wanna stay a kid for as long or maybe not a kid, but I wanna stay as youthful. I as still wouldn't call possible. myself an adult. No, that yeah. word is so it carries such weight to it, and when I think of adults, I think of my parents. Exactly. And not only that, but Okay, so this is I'm I'm not roasting anybody who is possibly listening to this, but when I hear like adult or settle down lifestyle, I get the very white picket fence accountant yeah. parent type vibes, and I'm just not that. <laughs> so and so when people refer to me as an adult or something, it it I don't know it irks me because I don't feel that way, and I really I would not be offended if someone called me a kid. Yeah, not at all. I mean, I I refer to my friends as kids. Yeah. you know what I'm saying, and I, or I just I. Do it. I just forget how old I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm 20. I am closer to 30 than I am to 10 in the most terrifying stat of yeah. the year. But I realized that the other day, dude, and I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, it's crazy. Yeah. It. And we're approaching the next decade. God, dude, okay. We got to get off this topic, man. This is awful. But, yeah, I want to stay a kid for as long as possible. So if I'm 50... And I want to go out and buy a Fortnite skin lightsaber that lights up. And by the first of all, by the time I'm 50, there better be real lightsabers. I will be yeah. ridiculously disappointed in whatever inventor, whoever is out there that is being their valedictorian at Stanford or whatever. I don't, I don't stop trying to accomplish space travel. Stop trying to end poverty. Stop trying to solve all these problems and make me a damn lightsaber. <laughs> I'll pay any dollar. I want to cut things in half with a laser. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I have also create web shooters for me. That would be nice. Yeah. You, dude. Although they would be very ineffective in the, uh, very, uh, urban lifestyle of, DFW, but yeah, maybe up. maybe I could move to New York and then actually. Oh, if use I got web properly. shooters, I would absolutely move to New York. I, Watauga has 
telephone poles. That's as close to a skyscraper as we'll get. <laughs> oh, your tallest building is a Bucky's or something. <laughs> but no, I I genuinely believe that I will never slow down on my uh, maybe slow down, but I genuinely believe there will ever there will never be a time where I see something that I think would be kind of funny to own, and I just won't buy. Even it. like if I have kids, I'm still gonna be. A kid, I guess. I'm gonna be or, the worst father for a mother to deal with. I'm still gonna be with. nerdy and dorky and exactly. And I'm, it, probably I'll be jealous of whatever I buy them. I'm gonna okay. So I know there's gonna <laughs> there's gonna be a situation. You know how there's typically a, like either a strict mom or a strict dad, and the other one's typically the inverse. My family's gonna have to have a somewhat strict mom. Yeah, at least relatively, because if my if I go out to the store, my kid's like, Dad, can I buy that lightsaber or can I buy that? 25 foot spider-man statue i'm gonna be like can you buy it <laughs> i'm getting one too <laughs> yeah. and it's just that's like the whole plan i don't know i just i i do not see me slowing down no and, i don't either and purchasing things like i don't i just don't see me being like no i gotta pay for my house in the next 10 years and all that stuff yeah. and i i gotta put a down no, payment I on a car a what? No, I want to buy a lightsaber. Dude, if you want to buy a lightsaber, we can go buy lightsabers. We will duel in this garage routinely. Next episode before. is going to be mix and match's first ASMR and it will be it will be just <laughs> us hitting our lightsabers together. I would buy a lightsaber, man. Those things are so much fun. Yeah. And back in the day, too, you would lightsaber fight with your friends, whatever you were doing. And if they actually hit you, it would turn into like a real lightsaber fight because yeah. they would hit your hand or something. And then all of a sudden you were swinging it Those full force. They, they hurt so bad. You would, you would, uh, you would like unsheathe it. How, like, you know how you would like shoot, it would like throw it towards out, the know, ground. It would collapse out. Yeah. It would yeah. collapse out. And so. You would like you would light them up and you would start like lightly going, but you would progressively get a little yeah. bit more ag- aggressive with it, and then eventually someone would get hit in the pinky, and then all bets were off. You were officially trying to Darth Maul the other person and cut their head off or something. Bro, and- for the longest time, I, I want to say I was about fifteen or sixteen, but I wanted to be a ninja so bad, and so <laughs> I would research, not research. I would just look up stores that would have equipment that I could use to become a ninja. And so I would look up grappling hooks. There are these little uh, wrist uh, or palm attachments where I could, uh, where they kind of had blades in them to like, grip onto walls, so I could <laughs> climb on stuff. And so I would look. I would look up the shoes. And then what? Uh, I look up the <laughs> shoes and then like a mask. Also, our TV just had a seizure. It just turned into a strobe light. So we normally have a monitor, uh, like a it's like a 40 inch monitor or something in the background going and playing whatever it is that we're talking about. It straight up just turned into an EDM festival. <laughs> it was very strange. It was very. Anyways, continue with being a ninja. <laughs> but I would look up just completely black clothing, like traditional ninja gear. I would just think of like bulletproof vests I could wear in case I get like in crossfire. I'm not even exaggerating. Uh, you thought you were going to be on GI Joe. You were yeah. just- <laughs> Dude, snake eyes. I wanted to be him so bad. You wanted it was snake eyes was the black one, right? Yeah. Or, and then the white yeah. one was a, uh, it was his brother. I can't really remember. Uh, um, uh, Storm shadow Storm. You are a freaking wizard, man. Yeah. You remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. But yes, I would love watching those. And you would just, you would think, man, I want to be a ninja. <laughs> God, I just want a grappling hook like Batman. 
Yeah, that grappling so hook cool. or web and shooters. A, and a cape anything that would help me glide. Okay, that that is a I'm good. I'm four. Yeah, I mean, just anything. First of all, to be able to use the force, and like if I could go be a telekinesis. Well, if I could go be a Jedi right now, I am. I'm. I'm sorry that everyone to everyone I know, I'm just never gonna see you again. <laughs> like if the opportunity arises for me to go be a like, Jedi, where's Cole? Oh, he's in the Dagobah system. <laughs> yeah, hanging out with Yoda. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would just go. I mean, I, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, that's I've had, I've had a dream of being a Jedi since, since literally the earliest I can remember. Yeah, I because I mean, I grew up on Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah, and, and DC, I guess. I DC less than the other two, but Star yeah. Wars and Marvel, I just grown up on, and I would always think about being either a Jedi or being Iron Man. Yeah, Spider Man a little bit too, but. I was more concerned. You're more of the being, Iron Man type. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that means I'm willing to sacrifice. Anyways. Um, so, no. Be, that being said, though, I would always consider, I'd be like, man, if there's ever another life, I really hope I just wake up and be like Anakin Skywalker or something. <laughs> like, the chosen one. You know how cool that would be? Yeah. Everybody just refers to you as the guy who changes the galaxy. And yeah. You can, Oh God, man! I am see, such up, a nerd. See, growing up, I always wanted to be a Power Ranger because I was I was obsessed with that show. I mean, I still not as much, but I still have respect for it. Um, but I just wanted to be the Power Ranger, man. Because see, I was never the as of having a morpher. I still pretend that like my phone is a morpher, and I'll do the little routines that'll <laughs> allow them. You know, just the over the top. <laughs> I'll pretend to do that, and then uh, I'll I, I would pretend that I would have a Zord. Or something, I, I mean, my couch just, would be the Zord, or my my car is a Zord. <laughs> there's so many different things that growing up as a kid, I would just imagine. I'm still convinced my car is a transformer. That okay, that I would I was gonna I was going on to that, but then uh, Pirates of the Caribbean too. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Growing up, I would love to pretend like I was Jack Sparrow, but top two were absolutely me pretending I could wield a lightsaber. Because that was just the most cool thing ever to me. I don't. I still don't know why yeah. I love Star Wars as much as I do, but I just, for whatever reason, growing up, that was my favorite thing to just yeah. envision myself being was a freaking Jedi. But um, a Transformer. I remember when that released too, because I went and saw the first one in theaters, and I thought it was the yeah. freaking coolest thing ever. Like I was practically in love with Bumblebee for the first ten years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, anytime I see a yellow Camaro, I think that's the first thing you think it's yeah. an iconic type thing. And every time I see an 18 wheeler with Optimus red Prime. and blue flames that are everywhere, I'm just like, that's Optimus Prime. I mean, it's I don't know. Maybe it's just the generation we grew up on. I don't know if there very well could be people out there that are just like, what the hell are these kids talking about? Yeah. Maybe we're the extremes. I find that completely likely. But I know for a fact that I spent because I had God, I had so many lightsabers, too. I had. Really? I know they look cooler now because the lights are all like I've yeah. seen videos of the ones now, but they don't. They're not collapsible anymore. They're just like a. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's a beam that's yeah. just stationary. But um, I collapsible rem- ones because because you could pull like you had it so out. Much power yeah. just slamming it down and just pops out. And I used to break things too. Like I would yeah. knock things over my house, swinging those around just for whatever reason. God, man, because I I remember I had the purple one. The blue one and the red one. I never yeah. had the green one. I had a friend who had the green one, though. So I had the purple one and the red one and did the you blue ever trade? one. trade? I'm sure we did. I, I mean, yeah. I don't even know how I acquired either one of those. But 
it'd be so fun because like one day one person would decide to be the Sith or the, yeah. the be the bad guy, and then you're just like you're. The whole idea of imagining as a kid is so cool because oh, you dude, could, me and my cousins would always designate who was which superhero and then we would just go and then we would basically create a game out of that well you could go outside in your front yard yeah and what to other people looks like two kids just rolling around and hitting each other with you're just sticks. living the fantasy you're living out the clone wars you're and it's so vivid in your head that I everything's know. going on it's crazy i mean it would still be it's still i could vivid still probably yeah. put it together to be honest i don't think tap I'm, into that yeah, I don't think I've ever really lost that sense of imagination. Yeah. I think it's just been maybe like suppressed, if anything. But it's like I don't know. I don't even think it's suppressed. It's just I haven't. Well, I mean, I, I don't. Tapped into yeah, it in I don't while. use it. It's not. I'm not. I wish I did. God, if I could spend my days just play lightsaber fighting all over the place and pretending like I'm the next, you know, superhero or whatever, yeah. I absolutely would. But no, everything. As you said, it was just it's so, you feel so it feels so real. Yeah, I don't even know how to put it. You're just <laughs> that imaginary box from SpongeBob is the perfect <laughs> thing that I can think about right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Where it's I mean it's the, it's your imagination. It, you can make whatever you want to out of it. So it was it was always really interesting. What are you gonna do today? And yeah, I remember back in like the seventh grade, or it's not even seven. No, okay, that may be a little late. Maybe like the fifth or fourth grade. When we, when me and the neighborhood buddies would play like airsoft, and you would you would act like you were in the full on military. Oh yeah, I, there would be times where I'd be up in my there. I used to have a buddy who lived only a few streets over from here, and he had this real tall tree in his backyard that would overlook the outside of the fence. And so you would get up in the tree and you would shoot down on people that are in the street fighting because we would have like nine or ten people just yeah. shooting BB guns at each other, and. God, that was just the most fun, though. I can imagine one of your buddies getting <laughs> shot, and he's just, like, whining, and you're like, it's just a flesh wound. It really was. I mean, I almost went blind from an airsoft gun. I almost, uh, one of my cousins, I shot him, and it, the pellet went into his eye. And so, to, uh, it didn't, like, hit him straight in the eye, but it got, like, it got stuck in this little crevice of, oh, uh, wow. right here. And so, he was trying to wash it out or something, and it just popped out. And thankfully, he's fine. I saw him at a wedding uh like three years ago and he brought it up it was funny wicked story about airsoft i got shot in the eye shout out gavin low in seventh grade i was in his room or whatever and he pulled out a shotgun thinking it was unloaded and just shot it directly at my eyeball it hit me in the eyeball and so you know your iris the the part of your eye that has color or whatever yeah it started to bleed wow so my my it was my right eye my eyes are blue. So the red mixed with the blue. My right iris was purple. Huh. Something that doesn't happen, and I couldn't see anything out of it because it, it, it went over the pupil. It, it would be, okay, first of all, it, had it just changed my eye color forever to purple and I could still see, coolish, like, that, that, that's like the coolest thing that could have happened. But yeah. It didn't happen. But um, I was blind for like a week and a half because huh. in my right eye at least. And that you is- You have to wear an eye patch? I did. That's actually a true story. There are pictures you can find pictures of me in middle school wearing an eye patch. Yeah, and I had two different ones. I had one that was like a plastic. Uh, I want to call it like a cap that you mm-hmm. would take that I taped around my eye just so nothing would hit it. And then the last week, it was literally just me going to school in an eye patch. <laughs> I was a pirate, man. God, it just yeah. But I was blind at one point for. Uh, 
which by the way has totally made up my mind as far as whether i choose deaf or blind if i had to choose one of those two that yeah. that makes my answer a lot easier <laughs> the answer is definitely deaf yeah <laughs> you do not want to be blind but uh no that was like super off track but back to the imagination and everything i think it would be so cool if people would understand that that is actually so much fun. <laughs> it really is. Don't knock it till you try it. I mean, God, dude. Like, I see videos. I saw a video on Twitter, actually, like, two days ago of a lightsaber fight outside a Walmart, and it was, like, super well edited. Yeah. Did you know which one I'm talking about? I think um, I've seen it. Either way, it's it's outside of Walmart, and <laughs> the, the Walmart employees are, are actively kicking them out and calling the police during the middle of the video, and it's still edited and like put to a soundtrack to where it looks serious. And every once in a while, it gets interrupted by the manager coming up and being like, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> and then just cuts back into it. And there's one where he's at – they uh, it, it's the same Twitter video, but they're, they're dressed up like Harry Potter students from yeah. Hogwarts, and they're in I line. I was really obsessed with that too. I'm in the middle of reading the first Harry Potter book right now again. Yeah. I, I was rereading it, and uh, they're in. But either way, they're in the line at Harry at, at uh, uh, McDonald's, and they're on a broomstick, and they're trying to order. And the uh, the person at the window or whatever goes, "We're gonna call the police if you do not move out of line." And the guy just goes, "Expelliarmus." <laughs> <laughs> And then it cuts for a second, and you just hear sirens pull up in the next one, and it's them running away from the McDonald's, and they're like, damn, they actually called the police. <laughs> and it's just so funny, man. I just, I wish we could have more fun like that. Yeah. I don't know. I wish there was, I wish that I could have a group of like 50 people that I could just convince to meet up. Just LARP. And just straight up lightsaber duel. Yeah. Everyone comes in, come in your robes. I'll be Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'll let somebody else be Anakin Skywalker this time, and we can have our uh, Mustafar fight. God, dude. First of all, cinematic gold. I, I rewatch that scene all the time of Anakin and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. fighting on the lava planet. It's so iconic, and it's executed so well. You can feel the emotion in that scene, too. It's just very well done. Um, but, uh... Okay, yeah, but, uh... It's... It's very, very good scene. Very good cinema. And I, that is what I envisioned when I was a kid. Yeah. Fighting lightsabers oh, or whatever. Oh, I always thought that I was on the lava planet. That's yeah. exactly what was going through my mind. I was trying to choreograph it just like they were. You would, Okay, did you used to like stand on couches and yeah. play the lava game type thing? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming everybody did that. or may, I feel like... Because that was a Twitter trend for a little bit, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, recently. Uh, the floor like is a, lava. Recently, maybe like a year whatever. ago or something, yeah. Yeah, so... Everybody used to do that, and you could stand on those. You could do the same thing, basically, like stand on the couch and lightsaber fight each other, yeah. pretending like if you fell off, you died. Yeah, no, that's exactly what we did. God, man, I wish I was a kid again. This is yeah. just making me sad that I don't do this on the regular. But, I mean, it. I, I truly wish that I had the ability to just yeah. spend my days lightsaber fighting and wasting my money on more items of imagination more items to i want facil- a ben 10 watch i've been wanting that for a little while ben 10 watch like an yeah. actual one that would work yeah that'd be cool well i mean just the toy one too right now so you can only- smack it yeah i mean i still pretend i do that with the- any time i wear a watch <laughs> i do that. i'm not even kidding <laughs> i used to okay so i had a- i wore an apple watch for my entire last year and every time that i would because you have to 
like put uh, put your hand over it to make it go to sleep or whatever. Yeah. And I would just slap the crap out of it every single time. And it just it makes you feel no, like in my head I'll just be like humongousor. <laughs> you remember the name? Yeah, I remember so many of the names. I remember some of the episodes. I don't remember the names. Yeah, and they had the RV <laughs> Rip Ripjaw. He used to be my favorite. Is it the red one? No, the, no, Ripjaw, uh, that's forearms. But forearms, yeah. Uh, he was a fish. He was like an angler fish person. And so, yeah, oh, the okay. Jaws. Yeah, I know, who I know who you're talking about. Yeah. God, I need to watch Ben 10 again. Good show. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so we where we started this off with money, this one? We started off with the great heist of the uh, toilet in England. And then we followed that up with discussing whether or not we would clone ourselves and then also talked about the fundamental laws of time and how we hate them. <laughs> and then we discussed the uh, also our uh, splurges on random crap that we buy. And, and basically... Our childhood and our youth and, reminiscing. And how life would just about be... Almost certainly better if you were a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. If we didn't have to sleep and could lightsaber battle whenever we want, that is the ideal life I would want to live. Mix and Match Radio brought to you by Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> God, man. Uh, this is a this is a very fun episode. To I agree. I had, I had a lot of fun with this one. This one was a lot, a lot more fun than I was anticipating, yeah. too, because I was totally not going into this with this direction. But, you know, that's the nature of Mix and Match, I guess. Anyways, guys, we'll be back on Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday. We record Wednesday, upload Thursday. Okay. We'll be back on Wednesday, hopefully with a full cast. I know it's been a little bit discombobulated as far as our host scheduling lately. Uh, It's been a lot of just me and Cole, but it will not be like this all the time. Yeah, well. It's just been scheduling conflicts. Yeah, Brayden's been quite the busy man. He does quite the many things. I'm sure if you go back to episode one, you can get a bit of a description of how much he does but he's getting that chip though i know he's getting his chip i know for a fact that he appreciates you listening and i know for a fact that me and muhammad or muhammad and i appreciate you listening but if you guys want to meet up and have a jedi lightsaber fight with muhammad and i at any given time please just dm us and we will set something up (laughs) but you guys have a fantastic rest of your day when you're listening to this i hope it's been safe fun it's a tuesday texas is cooling down a little bit hopefully but I hope everything is fantastic with all of you, and we will be back very soon. Muhammad, what do you got to say? Um, I want each and every one of you to appreciate your toilet because one day you might go to the bathroom and it won't be there. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Love you guys. See you next time on The Price is Right. Wait, nope. Okay, Mix and Match Radio. See you next time on Mix and Match Radio.